Hello and welcome to our second part of our Jennifer's Body episode. We have too much to say. I know. With Midnight Fun, I'm Liv. I'm Katie, and, and we're gonna get yeah, right into get it. Right into it. I hope you're ready to learn, Katie. Hell yeah! I have Give me so that much layout. Okay, so. My law that I did today was on succubi. I briefly looked at doing demons, but then it turns out that basically every single culture in the entire world has demons mm-hmm. as a concept. Very broad. And that was too much. That was too much yes. to look into. And also, do you, you want Google... four parts? Do you want four yeah. episodes? <laughs> also, I had to sift through so much supernatural fanfic oh, to like God. get to the good parts. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I found like I typed in like how to kill a demon because I wanted to like um see if you know anything that was in jennifer's body was accurate and i found an honest to god fan-made pamphlet for people to hand out at comic-con with like how to kill demons on it and then the rest of it was mormon stuff oh that's fun (laughs) which found out today mormons do believe that demons walk among us they are not being metaphorical i thought they were because i was i was so i was raised protestant we're all metaphorical. We don't believe yeah. in actual demons, but yeah, the body of the body of Christ. Body is of a Christ metaphor, is, is a, be- you know? a metaphor. It's a piece of bread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I narrowed it down to succubi. So nice. A succubus is a, a female demon, or well, it takes a female form, a demon mm-hmm. or supernatural entity, um, and it appears in dreams to seduce men. Usually through, you know, sexual activity. Okay, so also, like, I'm just saying, I'm going to be talking about sex a lot. If that's going to make you uncomfortable, I will put a timestamp for when I stop talking about it. But I'm going to talk about it a lot because we're talking about it. It's pretty inherent to the whole sexual thing. (laughs) So according to religious traditions... um, if you repeatedly uh, do it with a succubi, you will have your life force drained from you solely, oh uh, which can cause poor physical and mental health or even death. Ah, so that's what's happening to Machine Gun Kelly, um, I see. Yeah, that's what happened to <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. So in old time folklore, succubi are usually demons. In modern time folklore, succubi are usually depicted as like beautiful seductresses or enchantresses rather than like spooky, like demonic and frightening. Um, so male part, from counterpart the male counterpart for a succubus is an incubus so mm-hmm. succubus comes from late latin succuba paramour um Ooh. it also comes from succubere which means to lie beneath or under or to lie uh, so oh. basically it's it's to show the implied position of the succubi I see. Uh, relative <laughs> to the male sleeper's position um mm-hmm. but succubus comes like that date back that the, the word succubus dates back in the english language to the 14th century so we've been thinking about succubus for time. a while i'm just trying to imagine a demon like being like oh you're asleep but i gotta just slide on let under just... let me just <laughs> it makes so much more sense than <laughs> so heavy. on top right, right? um so some people have suggested so there are like so if you are into tabletop role-playing games like katie mm-hmm. and i are some people yes. do want to play succubuses or incubi succubi or incubi um but there's no gender neutral term some people have suggested as gender neutral term for succubi as concubi or concubus oh, which cool. i like um yep. which basically is just sort of like to lie with um which makes more sense yeah because if you're because honestly i find the gendering of concubi based on if they lie on top or lie underneath completely silly as to whether or not they're male or female 
But right, I'm sorry, right. like especially when you start getting into like sexuality stuff, you know, yeah. like some incubuses are visiting dudes, like yeah, some incubuses are bringing some incubuses are visiting women. Megan Fox to like, me, please. Can you imagine <laughs> being like, yeah, so like based on my look, everyone thinks I'm an incubi, but I'm actually a suck. This is really funny, and I need to develop it further. I've this created good funny. comedy, actually. This is very, it's just top and bottom discourse. It's just top but... and bottom discourse. <laughs> Signs that you're an incubi and it's just like a TikTok <laughs> trend. Oh my God. No, so the TikTok trend was like, when you're just like, oh, I'm so sad for all the sucker buses in, so, like out there buses. that don't have anyone to live and eat. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thinking about all the sucker buses out, out there who don't have anybody to live and eat. Don't have anyone to live and eat. Just like, you know it's a succubus texting you when they use their pleading face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, Liv I need us to make this on Midnight I will, Fun I will it will be very silly and very funny and I will do it okay so let's talk about succubi in folklore yes so let's talk Judaism Ooh. as ju- depicted in the Jewish mystical treaties Zohar and the medieval rabbinical text the alphabet of Ben Sirah Lilith was Adam's Ooh. first wife, who later became a succubus. Uh, so she left Adam, refused to return to the Garden of Eden, girl boss, and Very girl boss. then uh, went and had sex with the archangel Samuel, which <laughs> I didn't know that angels could do that. I thought it was a no. Well, good for Samuel. Um, in the Zohoristic Kalabla, Kab- Kabbalah, there were four succubi who mated with the Archangel Samuel. So Samuel yeah. getting it on with all the succubi. Uh, there were the four original queens of demons, Lilith, Aheth, Agrabat, Mahat, and Nama. Mm. If I've butchered the pronunciation of any of those, I'm so incredibly sorry to any <laughs> Jewish listeners we ha- may have. I don't speak Hebrew. I should have looked it up and I'm very sorry. Um, so uh, traditionally in some folklore, succubus, succubi, um, can take the form of like very beautiful young girls um, but then if you look a little closer at her she might have bird-like claws or a serpentine tail though <laughs> um, so there's also folklore about uh, getting on with with succubi and it is said that if Ooh. you uh, if you are to go down on a succubi that uh, their their nether parts drip with urine and other fluids which is <laughs> disgusting but fine <laughs> whatever uh, and then later folklore succubi kind of got tied in with the whole siren mythology which is again yeah. interesting um so apparently throughout history priests and rabbis have tried to curb the power of succubi over humans um <laughs> but not all succubi have always been malevolent according to walter map in the satire danuges curularium or the trifle of courtiers pope sylvester the second was from 999 bc to 1003 bc was oh allegedly god. involved oh my god with a succubus named mera diana who helped him achieve his high rank in the catholic church and then before he died before he died he confessed his sins and died a repentant um so oh my god. all kinds of folklore are also associated with them being beautiful young women who when then you take a closer look they have animal parts so very quickly off the top of my head we have uh the um we have the deer woman from native american mythology where a beautiful young woman comes up to you asks you for a dance takes you 
um, away into the forest. And then if you don't look down in time, you don't notice mm-hmm. that she has um, she has a, a deer hooves. And if, yes. and if you don't notice her deer hooves in time, she will take you into the forest. And Amazing. Then take you away. We also have... Um, Oh my god, I cannot believe that I've forgotten the name of the name of this because she is one of my favorite. They are called Forest Wives. Yeah. That is not their traditional names. I need to quickly look this up. This is so silly because I love I love this specific yeah. cryptid with my whole heart. <laughs> and I cannot come up I can't remember the name. Holder. Holdra. Holdra. There we go. Holdra. Um, they they look like beautiful young milkmaids, but if you look closer, they have cow tails. Yeah. So it's just like that's so similar. That's very it's, cool. It's like a very common folklore thing across many, many, many different cultures and everything. I love when different cultures have like evolved really similar yeah. like myths and legends and stuff. And like so, obviously sometimes that comes from like bad reasons. Yeah. Like, people have gone and like colonized or invaded and like taken myths with them yeah. but like a lot of the time they're also like come or- organically out of cultures because yeah. they feel like a cultural space you know what i mean like obviously dragons and mermaids are in loads of different mm. folklores oh, because people so looked out to sea and got the sea madness <laughs> and envisioned things do you, very know, cool. do you want to know a really fun fact about where we think sea monsters came from mm-hmm. so how familiar are you with the mating habits of whales no, I wouldn't say I'm an expert. Okay, so <laughs> whales are so massive that mm-hmm. when when they have sex, they need a little mate to prop them up. So whenever you see whales, oh my God. there's two whales on top having sex and oh one God. whale underneath propping his buddies up. <laughs> I hate to make the comparison, but this really seems like the Mormon practice of like, you know, when they help each other out on the bunk beds. Where you have your buddy underneath, so that someone's doing. <laughs> There's a third party helping. I can't believe this, but you're so. Whales are Mormons. You heard it here first. Whales are Mormons. No, um, whales are mammals. Whales are mammals. <laughs> are whales Mormons or mammals? Leave you. Leave us a comment. Anyway, back onto my fun fact about sea monsters. So basically, when two whales are having sex it almost means that there's like two penises there so basically sailors saw this thrashing mass with what seemed like tentacles in the water and fairly human eyes i will say whales have incredibly large human eyes so they saw this and were like that doesn't look right that don't look right (laughs) it's a sea monster oh my goodness and that's where they think we got sea monsters from but yeah i think also with a lot of folklore it is like cautionary tales and like you know oldie timey public service announcements like Mm -hmm. a lot of it's just like don't travel on roads at night don't set off if you don't have a map remember to take food with you and like i think the whole like you know, yeah, they look fill at a woman's feet. Look story. at a woman's feet yeah. before you take her home. I think it's more like just saying, like, be careful who yeah. you go home with. And I feel like we should probably have that. There is also a lot of myth. I will say, before it sounds like there's only cautionary tales for men, there was tons of cautionary tales for women in oh, folklore. Yeah. So yeah. many fairy princesses. So mm-hmm. many creepy dolphins that turn into men for one night a year. <laughs> One day we're going to cover the shape of water and I'll let you just go absolutely off about sea monsters for half an hour. Please. (laughs) So exciting. Anyway, right. So final point. How did we all come up with succubuses? 
How did we all collectively do that? So, right. In medicine, like it mm-hmm. is there is a lot of belief there's a lot of these the, I will say this is the accepted belief along a lot of communities is that um stories relating to encounters with succubi basically they so they bear some resemblance to the the more modern phenomenon of people claiming alien abductions which mm-hmm. mostly has been ascribed to sleep paralysis and hallucinations um yeah. so if you if you if you sleep badly or if you are in a period of insomnia you are far more likely to a hallucinate and b have sleep, sleep paralysis have you yeah. ever hallucinated because of lack of sleep before uh, I have met the sleep paralysis demon and he's yes. not my friend. <laughs> no, see, you've had a sleep paralysis. I've not had sleep paralysis, but I have uh-huh. hallucinated because of lack of sleep. And it was Would terrifying. you like to know the weirdest thing? Um, yes. Which seems folklore and weird. So I can lucid dream if I try, but <gasps> if I lucid dream, then like a few days later, I will wake up with sleep paralysis. It's like I have you to pay, pay a the toll. toll. It's like I have to pay the troll toll to a little you must demon. Pay, that's you like, must pay Hello. the demon man. If you want to do fun little flips in your dreams, you got to see me crawling around your doors. I'm like, no. no. <laughs> see, I just have like very realistic nightmares. Yeah. Just all the time. It's so we'd really be a good case study for some demon stuff. Oh, if we were... Would old timey we'd really be in trouble to a nunnery they'd be like the child sees demons and i'd be like help me (laughs) depends what time you might have been like hung for it to be honest oh maybe or i would be a religious visionary and i would had like visions i have a lot of i'm having a lot of anxiety dreams about fires at the moment so i feel like if anything near me set on fire they'd be like a vision yes like yeah (laughs) (laughs) um also finally a more fun version of uh what succubi could be basically they think that um people in the old times they had wet dreams and they didn't know what they were like like, demons (laughs) so that makes sense because if you if you ascribe to a very like puranical view of sex and you're like this would happen to make baby yeah no other time or it's a sin how does that happen yeah. when you're asleep? If you're not, if you're, if you're choosing not. to be sinful, you know, something must make that happen. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, I will also pretty... say that there is actually like a thing in the Old Testament of the Bible, which does basically say that like, if at any point you're as a man, I do believe it's uh, spill your seed on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rather than reckless you know, abandonment. <laughs> reckless abandonment rather than vibes. choosing to have a baby um then mm-hmm. you are you are sinning so i feel like mm-hmm. yeah it would be kind of one of those things, especially if you had you imagine if you had sleep paralysis and also a nocturnal emission at the same time oh god you would think Wake that was a like, demon eh. you yeah you really would a demon you'd especially like, if you were like a like a godly person and yeah, like, and you'd be like what the heck man <laughs> yeah you'd be like well this can't be my fault i haven't done a sin yeah, I've not you done this in. I was just lying here and yeah. something came I for me. I was just trying to nap. And then I came for something. Bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> this is a ve- maybe our first episode will get marked explicit on. <laughs> hey, no, one of the one of them always got already got marked explicit for the but that was the uh the fun sweary episode. Our, True. our bloopers episode. There you have it. There is all of my stuff on Succubi. Also, oh, pop culture yeah. reference. Uh, in Twilight, one of the the nice lady on Isle Esme thinks that Edward is an incubus, which honestly, <laughs> maybe he is. He's maybe he very is sexy. I think also it's like I think also, and this is just my own personal opinion here, just throwing throwing some theories at the wall. I do also think that like the phenomenon of like 
a beautiful young woman marrying an older man. Mm. Kind of succubacy, you know? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, there's, 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 the, there's the law layout. I hope you enjoyed. I really I'm enjoyed. Obsessed. What a good law layout. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I have to ask, and we have gotten quite a while into this before <laughs> addressing it, um, but date or steak? Okay, so, right, they're teenagers, so I feel like I cannot morally say date. However, seeing as they were, like, adults when they were filming this, yeah, then technically, if Megan Fox was my age and also a demon i would not say no okay no. yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> if i was a teen how fun yeah like i feel like that's what happens when you like watch teen movies as well like you're like oh if i was a teen i would have a crush on this boy same yeah. way in twilight like i don't have a crush on megan fox in this because she is a child but I know that if I was a teen and watched yeah, this, yeah. I sure would have. In the same way, I don't crush on, like, teen Bella Swan. But, oh yeah. boy, do I love Kristen Stewart now. <laughs> oh, I love her so much. I will also say that, like, if I... In a hypothetical world where I am in Needy's position, I'd just be like, Jennifer, why don't you just eat some of the local creeps and weirdos? Right? Jennifer, you know? I can direct you to so many creeps. Like, everybody knows yeah. who their town creeps are. And then Everybody. once you've got through all the obvious creeps, you just go through each friend group and you're like, so who's the creep? <laughs> who's a creep here? And then you yeah, figure it exactly. out. And then, you know, you like basically make like an untrackable website being like, your issues taken care of. And then if anyone has any issues, you know, with people. You go and do a murder. <laughs> yeah. For the good of Megan Fox being hot still. Right. I just, I just, you know, I just, that's, that's my, that's my views. Katie, date or steak? <laughs> I would date. Um, Hell yeah. She's hot and she can do what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> yep, she can do what she likes. Hell yeah. So, finally, is this film giving us a moral message? And uh, do they, does of. Jennifer have a moral obligation to vote? Like, I think moral message wise, it's like, not but it is like a good yeah. like satirical message and i think like the message is like a, like about abuse and about mm -hmm. like revenge and about stuff like that and i think it really wasn't appreciated for that in its time mm -hmm. and now obviously like the third wave feminist eye on it is like obviously it was still third wave feminism at the time but like less mm -hmm. prominent in media criticism you know um and now with that on it i think that's definitely that's definitely a little message that it's given, which mm -hmm. is nice, and I like it. Yeah, definitely, I agree. I think it's definitely kind of one of those things where, like, if you look back on it now, like with a lot of the hindsight that people gained, like in the Me Too area, where you know everyone yeah. was rewatching it and being like, "This is a masterpiece." I feel like a lot of people basically just realised that, like, actually, this film is saying so much about like how our society treats women and girls specifically. Yeah, and definitely. How, like, like especially just... like there was very little criticism of like how you treated like specifically like sexy girls and yeah. like sex symbols like because like they're sex symbols they're not people <laughs> yeah exactly and i think that's the whole thing is that like i will say like most of the boys in this teen comedy don't have personalities they're nothing they're like the emo boy 
Nene's boyfriend. Yeah, the cop. You know, the boyfriend. A cop. Yeah. A guy in a band. And it's like, because that's, it's turning that convention on its head and saying, like, no, these girls are people. Like, right. You because, need to in, especially, that. like, less so in horror, because horror is, like, a really interesting one for gender. But in, mm-hmm. like, teen films, a lot of um, girls are completely defined by their relationships mm-hmm. to men. And in this, yep. they're completely defined by their relationship to each other, which is so mm-hmm. cool. It's really interesting. I also think that, like, not to go back to my favorite scene again, but I'm gonna. Um, I just think that the moment where Jennifer's being sacrificed is just like the the archetype. You know, it is the true like moment that shows like what the film is about. It's like about them all these guys standing there and making jokes and being like ugh you don't know how hard it is to make it as an indie band when Jennifer's like right. sat there like literally screaming and crying and being like please yeah. like just let me go and they're like ugh you she just is don't like understand. I think it's interesting in this film there's no bravado about Jennifer no. in that moment like she's not like vamping and she's not like making little jokes she's having like yeah. a genuine horrific experience and mm-hmm. is acting like it whereas the like the band are awful they're making little jokes to each other mm-hmm. like really not taking it seriously mm-hmm. seems like they've done it before you know exactly i think that's one of the things as well that like i enjoy a lot of horror comedies but i will say that like they don't really let girls like on screen really be scared anymore yeah because it's not cool it's very like girl boss feminism that's what it feels like to me it's like they're like these girls will be like being chased down by like a psycho killer and they're like <laughs> great knife is it the same size as your penis or something like that like yeah so dumb like and i'm i'm kind of like i let girls be scared i don't i think that's like not a hot take or anything but i just think that like it takes away from how genuinely scary some of those moments would actually be which yeah you know for sure i've I've plugged this moment i've plugged this film before but if you haven't seen ready or not definitely check it out because it yeah, definitely touches on someone who is in a horror f- horror movie who recognizes that they are in a horror movie and it's like this is really scary and i don't like it rather than like i mean honestly i really like the babysitter but it's very much it's also a satire but yeah it's very much just like girl boss i'm yeah. not scared of anything and i'm like okay yeah like i feel like you'd be a bit scared but fine <laughs> i think yeah. also like it goes without saying that this creature um teen girl mm-hmm. doesn't have a moral obligation to vote on account no. of being a teen and also yeah. like doesn't have their own like separate fantasy realm mm-hmm. you know what i mean like when we've done yeah silly little movies like hotel transylvania where the monsters like occupy the human world but really mm-hmm. live in their own like realm then they don't need to but when mm-hmm. Megan Fox Demon, if she lived, turned... How old do you have to be? 18 in the US? 18, when they turn yeah. 18, they should vote. They should vote. <laughs> but Needy can't vote because she's a felon. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> Maybe she's going to get a new identity. Maybe she'll vote then. Yeah, true. Good for her. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's... that's and all that's left to do is our peaks and pits. Yeah, so what's your peak and what's your pit? Okay, so peak... Oh, man, where to... where What to pick for my peak? Because I genuinely... I love it's this film. It's all so good. It's all so good. You know what? I'm going to say the quips, the quotable moments. 
yeah they're cringy and like usually if you see anyone like people be like oh my god jennifer's body is so cringe and i'm like you don't get it it's supposed to be cringe yeah it's supposed to be like cool girl speak you know yeah we're like yeah. jennifer's saying all these things that would sound stupid but they sound cool because it's jennifer saying them yes that's the point <laughs> um Pitt, definitely the very liberal use of ableist slurs yeah uh, and also kind of just there's like not a lot of racism but there's some casual racism in there that's yeah. not awesome but again like this i'm not, this is not an excuse but 2000s movies man yeah it's they in were all of them and right so with i would completely agree definitely my pit as well just like mm. that reflection of 2000s bad um mm. in so many of them doesn't excuse it sucks <laughs> just sucks you know i'm surprised that there wasn't anything like that in twilight right i think because no, wait, there i think is. honestly it's the like the mormon influence on twilight because there's the very yeah. like christian vibes to it and like they wouldn't mm. use this kind of words and they don't that's really true. swear or anything you know what i mean that's true yeah but i wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised if there was anything like that in twilight because it was like you know getting onto that era it was it was exiting yeah. the era but it was only within that right. era. i also think because stuff's very like romanticized in twilight like yes. in another movie or another film yeah like bella would be like oh i'm such a ableist slur um but it's like romanticized things. because she's like clumsy and like that's like a like a a dream girl trait you know mm, it is yeah i get what you mean anyway so what was your peak oh i i love all of it as a start so my peak's the whole movie uh, <laughs> but i really like just some of like i love i won't say the quotes because you've already said the quotes so i love some of like the imagery and like some mm. of the like moments i especially like all the moments when jennifer's on screen by herself so there's the mm. moment where she's like in front of a mirror and she's like burning yes. her tongue and it's just such a moment and i love it i also love how they do i i don't like gore like in general no. just not my favorite thing but i think it's really cool how they like when she takes like the footballer out to murder yes. him um and all the animals start watching them yes. and she fully just unhinges her jaw with like, like horrible but very well done special effects um yeah really cool really enjoyed it really, really cool i really like that bit as well you know i really liked i really like when she just went and swam in that lake for a bit yeah it's so cool and it's like it's, it's not as far as i'm aware it's not a lot of cgi like it is special mm -mm. effects but they use like um like a big like appliance thing that's on yeah um, megan's face and then did makeup on it and then like <laughs> to do like the unhinging and stuff they added visual effects over it mm. but like yeah, yeah it's, i like, do think she did have to wear fake cg mix for it as well i'm 99 percent sure yeah <laughs> yeah anyway it's just it's great it's a great film you should definitely watch it if so we good yeah if you can't you. tell we'd love it <laughs> that's why this episode it. is either too long or like or two parts <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, it's a great film. It's classic. It's Halloween. Well, not Halloween yet, but it's almost Halloween. So, you know, yeah, crack Yeah, a little horror movie for Halloween. <laughs> yes, a little, little horror for Halloween. <laughs> so. <laughs> that just about, I think, wraps us on Jennifer's yeah. body. I think our favourite movie we've done so far. What yes. do you think? <laughs> I, I think so, yeah. I mean, I'm not to say I've not loved the movies that we've done, you know? But yeah. 
there's just, I liked all of so them, but I said. love this movie. <laughs> I will say that not a lot of the um, movies that we've co- the, not a lot of the movies that we've covered so far have had such like a feminist background, you know. Yeah, so there's just been a lot to it. talk about, as you can tell from either the length of this episode or whether it's two episodes, depending <laughs> on how we split it. <laughs> <laughs> so join us next time. We're shifting gears a bit. We're going to do Practical Magic. It's the 1998. Ooh rom-com fantasy film it's got sandra bullock and nicole kidman it's about witches but it's not spooky it's like all about like a family curse it's really cool it's very fun it's a rom-com and it'll be great it's a big shifting gears from jennifer's body um but it's fun (laughs) and i think we'll have a really good time with it (laughs) heck yeah all right if you have any thoughts on jennifer's body any recommendations just if we've sparked any like ideas that you want to chat about even more, me and Liv would love to talk to you about this movie. So get in touch with midnightfunpod at gmail.com or midnightfunpod everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, oh, yes. Twitter, you name it. We're probably on it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Send us your thoughts, your comments, anything about demon folklore. Very excited yeah, to hear Yeah, give it us all. your hot demon takes. Hot <laughs> demon takes. Hot demon singles in your area. <laughs> right? I would love if a hot demon single was in my area. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I could be in your area in an hour or so. Excellent. See you then. <laughs> See you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this big old ramble. We hope Thank you enjoyed you. it. Um, <laughs> let us know if you enjoyed this kind of a ramble where we're really into the film or if you enjoy the films that are a bit sillier more that would be interesting to know whether you like where we're yeah. mocking a film or whether we love a film that's a cool thing to know we'll probably yeah, just still do a mix of both but we'd like to know what you like more um yeah that probably wraps us up have mm-hmm. a great morning afternoon evening whenever you're listening and we'll see you next time you bye next time. Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro music are loved and respected by Rosa Zerti of Loyalty Freak Music. Neither Katie nor Liv are associated with any of the media or intellectual property discussed throughout the podcast. All views are their own. And remember, vampires make terrible boyfriends. <laughs>